Good morning, South Florida. And welcome, welcome, welcome to the Brooklyn Cafe Morning Show. Grab your coffee as we grow up the talk of the day. From the latest scoop around town. To feel-good stories and messages of hope. A few jokes and live calling. Highlighting local businesses. Discussing hot trends and news stories. A dash of feel-good nostalgia. I love those morning cartoons. Keeping up with upcoming events. Sometimes trying and delicious foods. Weekly horoscope updates. An occasional flying duck. Some sparkle dust. Don't forget my bow and my wand. With our boo cool laughing on set. So grab your coffee, your bagel, donut, or any breakfast as we get you up and ready for the rest of your day. And don't leave us hanging. Here is a follow. Comment live or call right into the show at 888-994-4995. Studio B. Whether it's a tip of the day or just to say good morning, we'd love to hear from you. From Amp Media Production Studio, it's the Brooklyn Cafe Morning Show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Man. I think watch, you're a little hot. Watch your uh, hot, hot, hot. speaker. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the morning show. You're still hot, honey. Hot, hot, hot. Yes, it's, it's echoing in my head. Echo, echo, echo. So you're taking pictures of the waiter and the table? And Sabrina. You want to make oh, more noise? We got salsa, waiter, and the table. Salsa is in the Indian position with her Dunkin' Donuts. Breakfast time at the cafe. It, it should always be. How do you like that face? <laughs> it's Josh. Wow. Making a funny face. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Morning, morning, morning. Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. It looks like the Sisters of Health are coming in. Nice. Do you know what tomorrow is? It's Friday. National Guacamole Day. You know what they're making on Cooking Up Chaos? Uh, guacamole. Oh, guacamole. How do you like that coincidence? Moly guacamole. Holy moly guacamole. Holy moly guacamole. Hey, there we go. How's that piece coming? It's nearly finished. I just need to do a bit of balancing with some sound and it's ready to go out the door. You had Baxton doing three projects the other day. Every time we had something no, going on, on Bax no, is like, no, I'm doing no. it, I'm doing it, I'm I didn't doing have it. Captain Chaos doing anything. Good morning. He kept saying, good morning. Good. He kept saying, I'll take it, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll take it. <laughs> Captain Chaos. And they're finished! <laughs> Captain Chaos. I'll tell you right now. It ain't happening. Captain Chaos in the house. And how you doing? Captain. I'm talking to you, Captain. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, I'm doing. This great. is your effect on him. <laughs> what? You. I'm living close by you. Oh, You're a good influence, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. What's going on? Get on the camera, and then. There we go. And then there was there, one. Captain yeah, Chaos in the building. So this morning, mm -hmm. I got up. Some interesting facts. Yeah. That are going on in the world. Anybody have anything interesting going on that they heard this morning? Do you guys ever turn on the news no. or show? Oh. I got some sports. Okay, talk, talk into a microphone. Oh. What do you got on sports? Breaking news for the sports world. Uh, Roger Federer, famous yeah. tennis player, has officially retired from really? the tennis world. Interesting. Why? I Injuries? don't know. He's just old. I was gonna say, how old is he? I don't know, but he's like a twenty-time major or something like that. So Has all the records. Yeah, he's yeah he's he's good he, and done for. He even want to play against a nineteen-year-old phenom yeah, who's no, number one in the no world. No point. Yeah. I got breaking news. The goat and the wife are living separate. I heard she came out with some announcement yesterday. Who's that? Brady. Yeah. 
radiant. Uh, I did not know they were living separately though. They just came out. They uh, they had a separate. They have a separation anxiety going on right now. Oh, she's like, it's too dangerous. You're not home. I want yeah, you around, but and I, like, I don't want you dead. I like the check for the last 24 years. They can't I like spend the, the amount of money they have. I understand that, but let him go out and stuff. You know, give the man his due, okay? And then after that, when he's home, you're going to say, go back to playing because I can't stand you home. Pretty much true. Of course. I don't know, but I got some big news, some happy news. Do you remember Live Like Jake? If anyone looks in my little Dawn Dust box, there's a picture of a little boy they named Jake. Live like Jake. So there's a little boy named Jake, there was a little boy, and he passed away from drowning in uh, the waterways out. when they were on vacation. And we met his mom, and there's a foundation called Live Like Jake, where they have scholarships to teach children how to swim. swim. And anyone who has lost a sibling to a drowning, they have scholarship money that gives them swimming lessons for free. And I was on the treadmill yesterday, I'm watching the news, and there is a business in town, a I believe it's the network of realtors. They raised twenty thousand dollars for the Live Like Jake Foundation, and she had oh, no idea how much money. So to see her face when she got this check of twenty thousand dollars like this yesterday, and Good I texted point. her, and she said, "Oh my gosh, I have I haven't even seen it yet." So she's going to be joining us next month to give us an update. And what's the second part of that story? How did you find them? That's like a, just a dawn zone story. We were on a remote shoot. And it was one of these energy places where it's just filled with energy mats and energy healing. And it was a little too much energy for me. And I said, I got to go. She, and I walked out of the set. She gets up and walks out of the set. And just right out the door. I said, I can't be in his room anymore, this building. I got to go. And I started wandering the parking lot. And he, who didn't even know what I was doing, said, see ya. I said, you're going to leave me in a parking lot? He said, yep, I got to go to work. And he left me wandering this parking lot. And in I wandered to a pizza place. And, and this pizza place was a full brochure for Live Like Jake. So that is my wandering story. That's about 90% accurate. Yeah. I said, let's go. I got to go down to the radio station. And you kept saying, no, I got to go. And you kept walking. I said, oh, she got to go. She got to go. I wandered through the parking lot. And that's how we met Live Like Jake. Very There's strange. always a reason. You got to follow the signs. Apparently, I had to walk through that pizza place to get this brochure. But a great cause and a great foundation and really, really raising awareness on drowning for children. Now I got another exciting story. Yeah. Captain Tiffany. Anybody know who oh, Captain Tiffany is? Great story. If you look at that door uh, leading out of the theater, there's a house. Remember there. you guys took it down on Saturday? That house was given to us by Captain Tiffany. And Dawn and I and the crew, we went on a remote up in... We were at Anthony's Coal Fire Pizza. Yeah. And this lady comes out of nowhere and sits down. And she was homeless. It's homeless vet. We were doing a veteran show. And she was a homeless vet. She was our honoree. They, they cleaned her up because she was living in the streets. She hadn't had a meal or anything else. She, I said, you just keep beating on me until you don't want to stop. And long story short of it, um, she was in a bad way. She had, she was in the Air Force, and she had a PhD, and she was a lieutenant. I mean, this was a somebody. She was stateside. I think she was in D.C., though. She was stateside Washington, and something happened. It triggered her, and she ended up in the streets. So yesterday I had called her to find out how she was doing. To help us with somebody else. That to help us yesterday. with somebody else, yeah, for those of you that were here. And she bought a house in the Carolinas. Ohio. In Ohio. She owns a house. 
changed her life around. <laughs> and she got her stuff straight again, and she sounded. She got back pay from clear. the government. She fought for what she knew she was owed and deserved. A lot of money. And she got years and years of back pay. And able to get a VA housing loan to buy a house in Ohio, get out of the streets, and now she is helping raise awareness and helping others with mental health awareness, which is amazing. She never gave up and she kept trying. That was that was an amazing story. I guess if you had to be there when, when you first met her to now has been a long, long voyage. But uh, hats off to Tiffany. Captain Tiffany, I call her Captain. Yep. Um, I didn't realize that house was a house of the Lord's place where That's she lived. Where she lived. She lived there. And she says some stories about living there, but you know that it's all in the past, and we move on. So that was a good story. Yes, really, not, it kind of, it lit you up. It did because there's always hope. You know, you emphasized that in yesterday's show, and we helped out some people. She wants to thank you. She's doing better today. And, good. Um, you know, there's a lot of stories that lead up to stories, and we had a sad story one time. We had a friend that used to come to the show like you guys do, uh, and we lost her. She committed suicide. And I got the news at 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock in the morning. I got it from somebody who told me, Freddie X passed away. I was shocked. I sat down. I couldn't believe it. And uh, I don't want that ever to happen again. 211 has increased. Suicide line hotline. And 988. Increased. And 988 has increased more than ever in the history of Florida. So, um, well, that's okay. Sit in the corner. <laughs> You're in a timeout. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Oh, I forget Bailey. who I'm talking to. Um, so that's it's it's very important to know what's going on around you. Uh, any other exciting news you guys heard about? Well, you know what I think happens when somebody comes in and they need help. It puts life in perspective, right? We walked in yesterday thinking our biggest issue was going to be not having Comcast, and then people walk in and they you realize there are bigger issues out there than the microcosm of Comcast. So as annoying as it is. Certainly, it's something that is not going to be a life or death. My son woke me up at 7 o'clock in the morning to give me a Comcast dissertation. How did he know, by the way? Because he's he sees everything that goes on in the place. In the <laughs> oh, the he sees our Ethernet, gotcha. And he gets the messages. Uh, Ethernet? Ethernet. So, so I was upset because I thought Comcast told me that the alternative would be to get AT&T as a backup. <laughs> and I said, why are you telling me to get a backup? If they're both on the same, excuse me. <laughs> Not only are you late, you're making noise. Go stand in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> so he he explained to me. Does anybody understand how fiber optic works? No, I have no idea. What is that? It's a glass cable, right? And you put it on the ground, and the only way to break that is to cut it. So the internet receptor would stay up. No matter what. So the backup of Comcast to give me AT and T, then I fiber the cave, the copper. So he says, forget about that. What is Bailey doing? She's just squatting. Bailey, <laughs> grab a chair from the other room, honey. I, you know what? I I'd rather have her squat than talk. Um, so that You're was so that whole thing this today. morning. He walked in very positive because Bree was here and he was she's all here excited that Bree was here. Go grab a chair. Grab a chair. Okay. He was very excited that Bree was 12? here. And I have to give a shout out to FAU because of all the interns we have, when I, and they're having a hard time getting in touch with their advisors, but when I send that email over to the head of career planning, they are on it. They actually started reaching out to our crew that was here asking if they wanted credits. Well, it's kind of nice that you come get an internship, you should get credit for it, no? Yeah, but this one has been here for three years, has yet to get credit for it. You gotta be kidding me. 
No one is ever giving you credit? I don't have enough credits available to get too many credit credits. Like, I'll go over my credit count. So what? So then you pay more if you oh go over yeah. your credit count. Oh, you don't right, want the stops, I don't want them because then I have to pay Don't more. put her on the list. <laughs> yeah, I didn't put her on the list. That's why I asked her today. Do you want to be on the list? She goes, no. Don't you? Do you graduate this year? Yeah. Can you believe it? Have you been here since you were a freshman? Yeah. That's crazy. You've been here four years? <laughs> three. I graduated in three years. Holy smokes. Okay, she's got too many credits. But then Christine told me, I said, are you doing this for credit? And she goes, I'm not coming in. She goes, my advisor doesn't get back to me, so I have to send another email. I need to look around the room and see who else is an FAU student. You're not. You're not. You're not. You are on the list. FAU? Robert. No. Oh, you're on Palm State. Well, we your should say name. hello to our new friend. What's your name? My name is Andrew Garcia. Nice to meet you, Andrew. Nice to meet you. Nice to you. So you go to Palm Beach State? Yep, Palm Beach State. Hopefully oh, you graduated this year. You are cruising. That's Bailey. Bailey seems to like to hire people, but yes. she doesn't oh, pay anybody. Oh, by the way, this is so. new HR. She will write your checks for you. She's hiring everybody. Bailey, I need yeah, She's going to pay you. Bailey, we should come up with some cafe money. <laughs> I'm like, going to buy a box Like of bonus bucks. Bailey bucks. Bailey bucks. <laughs> Bailey hires people. You should design those. We had Freddie Bucks. Oh, I forgot. We did. We had Freddy Daddy Warbucks. Bucks. Bucks. Yeah, no, we do, had Bailey Bucks. Yeah, I did graphic design. I could do it. By the way, he's coming in. I made a deal. Oh. For the voices, uh -oh. I got the voices for the animation. He's gonna do the voices for us in exchange. We're gonna do a commercial. For nice, Bailey Bucks. Oh. <laughs> we should do Bailey Bucks, and if you come in, you get a Bailey Buck. You can exchange it. Ever go to the dentist or the orthodontist, and they give you these little tokens? Mm. When you that never happened. Really? When my kids went, they would get these tokens, and when you would accumulate tokens really there. for good behavior <laughs> or not throwing up on them. Tokens. Um, experience. My kids would get tokens because every time <laughs> they would go, someone would throw up. So they give you tokens. If you accumulate your tokens, then you can no, change it in for, like, prizes. <laughs> And it's, you can gather all of them and I get like really big prizes. At the dentist? Yeah. At the dentist. They gave me a lollipop. The dentist gave you a lollipop? Like That's a dum-dum? I get, didn't get anything. Are you calling me a dum-dum? Remember those little dum-dums? Yeah, those little round balls. That are like choking hazards for children? Yeah, well, that's what they <laughs> gave me. He said he had choke. <laughs> <laughs> Candy at the dentist, isn't that like an oxymoron? Yeah, an oxymoron, oxymoron, yes. And Bailey Bucks, isn't that an oxymoron? Ah! Thanks, you ready. Um, Bailey, Bailey bucks. Bailey bucks. I like it. But so what we can you buy in here? There's nothing to buy. I don't know. We got to come up with things to buy. We can change it in for plumber. a coupon for five dollars off at Shearer's chocolate or a bag of coffee Wait, or food. Still have some of that. No, you finished. Um, or what else do we have? I'll it depends who we're working with. Two tickets to the movies of Delray. Do okay. we have to accumulate like 200? No, we have to come up with like oh. an amount. That First of all, we're not doing the token thing. That's going to drive me nuts. That's the Bailey Bucks. No, because they're going to lose them. They misplaced and They can't even keep but their you charges said. in their bags. But well. Freddie said he's buying lunch today. Yeah. Oh! Who? Braxton? You? <laughs> Wait, what? What? <laughs> yeah. The funny thing is Braxton would. He would. <laughs> See? Anyway, we should talk to Andrew. This is how my brain digresses. I'm so sorry. She switches like a first gear. Bailey, can you give game. Andrew back the mic? Musical chairs, musical chairs, musical mics. Well, what is your major at school? Uh, production. There's film production, and I have the other majors just AA, just in case. 
I want to do something else, then I can go in a AA? Bachelor's. Yeah. What's AA? Your undergrad. Or, or oh, the associate. Yeah, the associates. So in case I want to do something else, I have I have a backup. What do you want to do? What's your um, associate background? Well, I wanted to do history for a while. I, I kind of wanted to do psychology, but kind of moved away from that. wanted to do history. I think I have more interest in history. And I feel like, if anything, I can try to combine film into history and do like a document something with yeah maybe or something with my students in the future i always had this idea of people who miss school they don't really have the ability to go back and relearn your lessons so you can film your lessons before you teach them put them on on a drive and then the students have access to it to so you want to be it. a teacher yeah at least at the beginning i did you're the only person at your, how old are you yeah, legally. HR, Bailey. How old are you about? I'm HR. 21. Okay, I can What you that. could possibly do is you can teach film history. He oh, just said that. No. No. Yeah. The history of film? He yeah. just said that. Brie, are you taking that anthropology of film? Yeah. Is that like the history of film? Yeah, it's like the uh, history of the locations where film was like, like where they I remember taking stuff. that course in college. It's very yeah, uh, interesting. interesting. Meaning right. it's boring. Very boring. I already told my teacher, I was like, hey, it's kind of boring. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. But they show um, you all the films like Singing in the Rain, The Birds, no, all these classics it's that we're going to add to movie boards today. Do they, ex do they explain to you why these movies were made? I don't remember. Like, like Walt Disney was made for... Yes. Were, um, there was a reason Walt Disney movies were made. Everything has a reason behind it. Do they explain it? Um, well, they teach you the different camera angles and different camera shots that they used back then. But those cameras are normally in play. But it's still the the, the, the concept of like the wide angles or the close-up shots and how the different directors scene. use these angles to incorporate the story and incorporate the story together. If you were a director, would you shoot your film differently? Because I see you guys bounce the three two shots. That makes me seasick. They do this. I'd rather keep this going. No, because then the your bounce. eye gets tired. Yeah. You're yeah, supposed to change, change them. But they change the camera angle, not the camera shot. In film theory, they talk a lot about like why specific films were made during certain times, like with the wars. Gone and, with like, the wind. That kind of stuff. Not so much Gone with the Wind. They like more experimental things that like you've never heard of. <laughs> That's what they like to show us in class, at least at FAU. They give you shows, movies that aren't well known, and they tell you why. Yeah, well, we... Like, Do you remember one? Yeah. Um, the Best Years of Our Life. We watched that one. Well, that's a classic. Yeah, and but there was a, a lot of, like, more experimental films. Mothlight. Rome, um, Rome Open City is a good one, too. Talks Rome Open City. Yeah. And what did you film. learn from that film? I'm curious. What did I learn? Um, well, I learned about the Italian culture, um, how they, you know... Why you do this to me? <laughs> but no, well, like, I learned um, I learned a lot from the film actually. Uh, how things were done back then, and um, this was um almost when the second war was almost over. Mm -hmm. So basically, this movie was shot like it was shot realistic. There was not really um any professional actors. They were all like people from the streets and. I don't know how they did it. There's a hair. Take the strip script and like remember it. I don't know how they did it, but the authenticity was. But wonderful. does it teach you something? Yeah, it taught about me about World War One and stuff. The, the history, people, the yeah. You know, I forget because I've passed on an age that World War One and World War Two in their life now is history. You it's know? not history in your life. No, it's a lesson to be learned 
as to what not to do or what to do besides the film. I already learned that lesson. I'm living World War III right now, which is We're what's going World around us. I understand it, but they're in this mix. They don't understand what led up well, to World this. World War II that. was their grandparents' generation, where it was our parents' generation. World War One is just out of sight. It's not even... It's not even thought about it anymore. Mm -hmm. That's why it's, it's very dangerous. Think about the Civil War. Yeah. That's totally history, right? Until now, you see all these generals and all these statues that are being taken down. What do you guys think about that? They should do that. Yeah. They should take them down or should yes. they leave them to learn from the mistakes or what no, happened? No, we shouldn't be like um, idolizing these people for what they did. I don't care if they like won wars, but the things they did, they shouldn't be out put in a, in a history museum, I guess. What yeah. about Abraham Lincoln? Stay or go? Well, he was the president. Yeah. Yeah. He, he brought, he, well, he didn't really do what he did. He's just brought the nation back together. If they put Trump and, on Mount Rushmore, would you want it? Well, no. no. So being the president isn't the key, right? It's would what you, they did. What would you, you put Obama on Mount Rushmore? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, because he... First black president. Yeah, yeah. It, he, he did something no one else was able to do. He was the first of his kind. But the generals from the South, Robert E. Lee and Ulysses Grant... Because they Grant. Only had one common goal, just to keep separated from the North. And but, but, you, but we have well, we're in the south. But we have a northern mentality yeah. um, that was brought in, and Lincoln did the Emancipation Proclamation so that slaves would fight against the South and you would get your freedom, because he was losing the war at the time that that came out. But the question here is: Was Robert Lee a racist, and that's why we don't like him, or did he have a point about how to treat the South economically? No, he was racist because he wanted to keep the South separate for he can keep slavery just to make the common good or to make workers easier to just to have. You have Thomas have Jefferson, you've got But they all had slaves. Yeah. Thomas Jefferson had a slave. Andrew Jackson, Jackson, Jackson right? Had slaves. George Washington had slaves. Yeah. And all of these people now did Abraham Lincoln have slaves? Yeah. Yeah. That's just that, that, that's just our history. That's what we that's our American So do we soul. take the statues down because they had slaves or do we take the statues down because they were self serving and not for unifying the United States of America? Oh, I think that's what it is because Abraham Lincoln wanted to try to unify everyone back together, but these southern Confederate leaders they didn't want that at all. They just wanted to keep the slavery. So that's why we're taking them down for we don't have to idolize these people that only wanted one thing to keep slavery and keep them separate from the North. So take them down. Do you think that economically Preach, Preach. we have the same, ah. the same problem economically where you have the have and have nots? Today. Yeah. Today. I sound like Josh. Yeah. And the have nots are just fighting to survive and maybe see tomorrow and the haves, they sort of I think there's a policy. greater divide now in the haves and have nots than ever before. Because in the country. Because in the history of this country. So how do you rectify it? How do you fix it? But when you guys back to the original thing on films, when they show you old films, do you learn uh, perhaps this film was made as a period piece? All these books are now being banned out of libraries. Should fil certain films and movies be banned? Like Dr. Seuss, I don't get it. Why? What? Dr. Seuss books are banned. Some of them. Most of them. Some Put of them me are the racist. Zoo. They're saying they're <laughs> do racist. Do you see it though? Is uh, it really racist? Well, Dr. Seuss used to do uh, art or sketches for old comics and a lot of the old comics that he did were very uh had very racial yeah. pictures do you very think racial. it was considered racial then racially biased then 
No, no because not. if you look at old uh, like Looney Tunes and old Disney films when we're in World War II, the way they sketched Japanese people back then, the war, it was absolutely. I mean, we had concentration camps for Japanese people back yeah, then. So, yeah. We did. What about what about stand-up comics that use race as a comedy? Should that be banned? Are you talking about like Dave mm-hmm. Chappelle? Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave see, Chappelle should take... not be banned. Yeah, yeah, Dave but Chappelle. See, but, but look at what we're saying. It's okay for some and okay not for some. And and you can't have equality that way because it's not fair. He's got he's making a living using the material that we're banning. Because he grew up in it, I can't. I'm not gonna go out and do stand-up comedy, making jokes about living in the ghetto and you all that. Not. You're right, but you're gonna pay to hear it. You're gonna pay the ticket to sit there because you like him. He's funny. Yeah, He's because a funny dude. Yeah. that's his. That's his story. I understand it, but is it? So look is at it, what I'm asking? Is it okay to make comedy out of your own race, but not somebody else's race? So could Katie and I be stand-ups about being Jewish women in the United States? Yeah, and that's can okay. I say, can I say I'm a? But could Freddie say the same thing? No. I think it's I think it's okay to make uh, laughs about your struggles because that's the only thing if you can you really do. If you are in the struggle. Yeah, if you're in the struggle and you've been through it. Like but, if I use the N word towards Brie, I'm wrong. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Definitely. But if I use, but if she. But uses, could she say, use that word in relation to something? See, I don't say that word. I know, the, but there are people that I know that use it and they use it. He's my N word, and they do it because they're black. Well, that's Vlad well, used to do that, right? So yeah, Vlad used to do it all the time. With that word, they took they took the word back and basically, um, yeah, it's a bad word to say because the er, of course. But um, I feel like once they took that word back and say, "Hey, this is my brother," or "This is my n word," right. they're taking it back as something positive, but not negative. Exactly. But and then people take it out of context when someone else of non-color says it. Then people are like, um, no, you cannot say this word because we took this word back. You cannot say it. It's not your word to say. Basically. But this is my point. We, we're okaying the, the comedy routine. Well, a lot of uh, using it in comedy. A lot of stand-up comedy um, people take their religion or they take their struggles or they take their race and they put it in their comic strips because they want people to say, hey, this is an issue. But I'm going to make a little joke about it. But hey, this is an issue. Like the last Dave Chappelle um, stand-up special that I seen, he made a lot of great points on race and um, racism in this country. And basically, he's like, "Yeah, this is I'm making jokes about it." But at the same time, you guys have to open your eyes and see what's going on in the world. So he's using it to make a point. Yes. Okay. Well, if I if I'm a stand-up comic and I talk about abortion as a comic. I don't I would, think I don't think you should you would do be that. upset. If, exactly. Yeah, if you were stand up, you, you would be upset. Talk about your life in Bronx and talk about your uh, growing up there and all that. You know, it's funny when I was in Puerto Rico. There you go. Because of the color, <laughs> the color of my skin, I went to school. They called me a skick. Oh wow! And I used oh. to say, "Excuse me." I used to say, "Excuse me," and I used to say, "Excuse me." So I went to my mother and said, "What does that mean?" Because it's gringo, right? It's spick. And she says, "They think you're Italian." That was what she told. So that doesn't mean Spanish. A spick is a wetback. A Mexican is yeah. a wetback. A Latino yeah. so spicks or his. But I can say it. Anybody else says I'm supposed to get. But a what is Puerto Rico? Not Hispanic. Puerto Rico's confused. <laughs> They're calling you Hispanic, but you're in Puerto Rico. Yes, because they thought I was Italian because I have blue eyes and I'm light skinned. I'm, I'm lighter skinned than you. You're light skinned. I'm light skinned. You want to? You want to compare? No, you're, you're like my sister. My sister's the color that's. Is she? She got it worse. Uh, Canelo. 
I didn't think he was Mexican oh, when I first saw I him box. I did not think that man was Mexican. He looks like he's uh, what Scottish or something Irish. like that. Irish, 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 yeah. And he's Spanish. Yeah. Lopez, George Lopez. I thought George Lopez should have run for president, and I found out what a wonderful, horrific life he led. He was a woman abuser. He was a drunk and everything else. Lost a kidney. But George Lopez, George Lopez. used to use Latino culture as his stand-up. But it's his brand new wait, wait, wait. wait, 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 wait. Let's go back the to the white meeting. Show where he would be like, hold on, yeah, hold on. Let's yeah. go back to the wife meeting. He's a wife beater. Let's look it up. I'll give you another one. You know who just died? The guy who impe- was trying to impeach um, Clinton. Yeah. Star. Star is his name? Kenneth Star. Kenneth Star. Okay, now did you know that Kenneth Star was hired as the president of Baylor and they threw his butt out? You know why? <laughs> Racist? No, he, he touched women. Yeah. He, he, oh. he was. Also, everything that he after stood two for years, was see, alive. see, that's what was interesting to me. They haven't impeached Clinton for the Monica Lewinsky situation. They tried. They hired him as Baylor president, but apparently he was dismissed for allegations of sexual misconduct. And then they brought him in for the Trump impeachment. And he thinks Trump was right. So you explain to me where this man falls in the realm he of doesn't. authenticity. He doesn't, but everybody was listening to him about Monica Lewinsky, the dress, the sperm, and I don't inhale. That's Clinton. Hello. It's interesting. You know Drake the rapper? I think he sang with Backstreet Boys. He did a remix or something with them yeah. and talked about his bar mitzvah. Yeah. And Aaron sent me this. And I'm like, Drake had a bar mitzvah? Yeah, Ooh. Jewish. Cool. Jewish. Right? I guess his mother's Jewish, his father is yeah. not, right? Did you, hear, did you hear about R. Kelly being oh my found guilty on seven counts? Oh. Seven counts. You leaving, Alex? Uh, yeah. Ninety Bye. years. Bye. Later, Alex. Ninety We're years. like a hangout joint. Ninety years he's facing. <laughs> on top of the set, a thirty that he's serving. Yeah, he should. As he should. Do you think? Honestly, do you think that he was alone in everything that went on? I mean, oh, of course, nobody's thing. alone. Yeah, I mean, course. a lot of the stuff. There was a lot of money and drugs floating around, and those kids under seventeen with their parents and everything else. It sounds like a lot of bad grapes going on, and he's going to pay the price. A hundred and twenty years, he's going to serve. But that goes back. We are. There was a point to all of this. To your conversation on relearning what we should have learned, whether it be through film, through media through history because it's great that kids go to school but if you don't remember what you learned in school and now you are an adult and you think who was Ulysses S. Grant who was that what did we do we should be able to relearn it maybe without bias but the problem here can is you learn things without bias what the problem here is that teaching is something to to enhance the person not the brain they want you to be sensitive they want you to have things to talk about among your peers when you get into a job position where you're hiring these are all the elements of history they want you to learn empathy they want you that's the word right they want you to learn it is a word feelings <laughs> this is not about learning the history itself and the problem that we have is that they they regurgitating you know me did this and this but they're not teaching you the reason why they're teaching you this so how do that's you want to problem. reteach film bailey 
personally, I, I wanted to go further than film, not just film itself, actual history, history. But if I were to do it, then I know you were asking why can't we teach, um, you know, history unbiased. I, I think the having history taught to you unbiased will really show, especially little kids and kids that are just learning how really weird our system is because like they say whoever wins is the one who shows you the history and so if you show people both sides of the history you end up getting people who are way too way too understanding of both sides so then they don't really want to be in the system that they're at right now you have people that really want to uh, break through what there what there is here and that's something that I think most people most governments who put certain um, views out there don't want to happen because then you have two open-minded people that won't really want to follow you for what you believe at that point. But in the sense of teaching how I want to teach film and history, is just teaching what's important. And uh, I know we were talking earlier about removing um, the statues and stuff. Part of it, it's important because it, like you said, it shows us what our mistakes were. But to get rid of all the ones that did it for, for their own selfish reasons, that's that's right. Because you need to make sure that that doesn't happen, doesn't inspire any That's why they would still up. I think there are certain things, as we always say, that if we don't learn from history, we are bound to repeat it. And if we mm -hmm. take down every memory, like even if the concentration camps are still up, if they had taken those down and built high rises on those sites. That would have been bad. For example. That would have been bad. Because, why? Because um, there's atrocities and then there's that. And that's close to home. I think it's still too early to, to remove. Because you can't remove certain things because you're bound to, what do they call no, it, whitewashing? No, anything can be removed if you've learned the lesson. You know, one of well, the things you guys like want to change the system, right? You would wish that the system was more different. When I was your age, so did I. My brother went through Vietnam protests and he was getting ready to get drafted. All my cousins were drafted. Vietnam was an ugly war. They used to call it the Coca-Cola War because Coca-Cola was making billions sending troops and Coca-Cola over to Vietnam. And then when Nixon finally said in 72, bring the boys back home, when this other thing with um, that we attacked Iran or Iraq or whatever, I was like up in the air because I remembered when my brother used to protest and I don't even understand why we were attacking another country. You look at what Putin's doing now. It's just wrong. These power-headed people just attack, attack, and attack. You see they're apparently coming up with some sort of agreement for the freight trains? Yes, the strike is averted. What happened? Biden put him in a room for 20 hours, and he says nobody leaves this room. It was over $2 billion was going to be held back in goods. Nobody leaves this room, and they didn't leave. The 20 unions did not leave. Uh, and I think the nurses also got a contract. But the, the train guys getting 24% increase and they're getting all sorts of benefits. They should. If it wasn't for them, can you imagine how much a loaf of bread it costs you? Who said that? Can you believe that we still get goods transported by trains? Yeah, it's a good method. It's old school. You can't put a, everything on a plane. Like there's not a drone dropping down your toilet paper. There's, a, I mean, think about how far we've come in technology, but yet we still need trains and boats to get things from one place to another. What would happen if there's no electricity right now? The agreement is 10 Which one? It's always going to be 10 It has to start that way. It has to start that way because there's over, whatever, 20 unions after vote. It's going to take two weeks, but it's okay. They're not going to shut down now. It's going to pass. They got everything they want the politics of the world. Biden needs it because what's his 
presidential approval rating. One. Is it low? Oh my God. Thirty-eight percent. Yeah, but look at what our other options are going to be. Right. Nah, talking about that. <laughs> Josh anyway. for president. No. Why don't you run for president? What? Man. You want change, but you won't take the bull by the oh, horns. Yeah. Why not? Yes! Who did you do? new kid over there. Who? Oh, I'm the new kid? She didn't know it was you. You see? You for president. What's wrong with that? You look like a president. What? very presidential today. Do the Nixon sign. There you go. Somebody <laughs> take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> I think I want to run in November. I got one vote. Yes, you do. Me. You get a few votes. I would get maybe four. I think that if you really want to make a change, you got to make some noise. That's all. It doesn't mean you're going to win. Do you know that if you run for president and you take 100 votes, that the guy that loses in second place is going to be mad at you? Because with those 100 votes, he might have won, right? That's how you make change. Well, I mean, I asked Sally if I should uh, stay in the music slash art compartment or get out of that and go in poli or, uh, politics helping out actual people. And what did she tell you? She said stay in the music and art. <laughs> <laughs> she did? Yeah. So. Did you bring your guitar for tonight? Yes, he did. It's, yeah, it's over there. Awesome. Are we going to play it or are we just going to look at it? We're just going to look at it. Admire its beauty. Admire from a distance. Yeah. Are we, dra are we dancing tonight? Are you staying tonight for the show? Yeah, I'm dancing. You're dancing? Are you staying or you gotta go? I'm talking to you. Depends how much sugar he eats today. No sugar for you today. I want you to stay well balanced. To try to last the whole day. sugar and then by six o'clock tonight they crash. Oh, they gotta put them in the parking lot. These two are like share a soul brain over here. Could put Katie, put him in charge. Don't let him be in charge of this guy because he winds him up like a dog. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. <laughs> Bailey's gonna come over there. You know, God is gonna get you. you know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Serena, no. see what you've been missing for two weeks. My kid's gonna come out with a droop or something. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been up to, Sabrina? A droop. <laughs> Nothing. School. You've been busy. You went away. I did. I went to New Jersey. Have fun? Yeah, it was very fun. What part of Jersey? Uh, Camden County. No, I don't know. Is that on the south side, the north side, the east side? It's right when you leave Delaware. Oh, it's all the way out there. Yeah. That's far. That's by right. Cherry Hill? Yeah. Mm. It's like right when you leave Delaware. And what you do there? I went to go visit my boyfriend. He lives uh, in Jersey? Yep. Is he coming to Florida? I think I'm going to New York next year. You're going to move? I think so. What part of New York? We'll see. Hopefully Brooklyn, because that's where my best friend lives, so Ooh. I can live with her. New York. So. You graduated in May? Yep. Wow. You're gonna move right away. You're gonna. What are you gonna do? If I get an internship in New York, which I'm trying to, then I'll move right away. Look up. Um, there's a company that I know out there. Oh, what's the name of it? They come to. Maybe. Oh, so we, the the you know the people that we work movie. for? No, the guy that no, yeah. she's gone. Yeah, um, he works in director. Yeah. Uh, there's the Tribeca Film Festival, which yes. would be great, and then I. No, kind of know someone there enough to where I maybe could like squeeze my way in so I'm gonna try for that one. Tribeca is fun. I or got to do some work at NYU yeah. at Tribeca. And then maybe grad school. We're gonna stay. I'm gonna apply. Go to NYU. I would love to go to NYU. It's just really hard to get yeah. in. What kind of films do you work on? I um, 
well, to start off with, I didn't do anything <laughs> that oh. they gave me, and then, uh, I don't know. I don't know yet. We're going to figure it out. What's your favorite film genre to work with? To work with? Um, that's hard. I mean, I just kind of like, 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 um, like, real, realism, like, mm. Documentary? Like surrealism, realism. realism. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Neorealism. You'll probably get in on the on the uh, master's program. You'll get it. There's no doubt to me. They way down. I'm an alumni, so they send me. At NYU. Mm -hmm. Can I be like I know Freddie? <laughs> no. Nah, well, <it's> <laughs> Should I not say I that? I put a lot of people in NYU. Go. I put for the not for, for the bachelor's program. I put yeah. a lot of friends. I would love to go there, but they accept like sixteen people or I something. Said, yeah. It's insane. It's well, so you gotta low. be the best of the best. But you you probably make it. We'll see. Yeah, There's right one in there. Brooklyn though. That's uh, that is actually pretty good. It's twenty fifth in the country, something like that. Yeah. So. Or Brooklyn College. No. Frederickson. Something. Fred Friedland or something. Free, something yeah. like that. I I found it kind of recently. Yeah. I was watching a segment on Sunday on Brooklyn and the revitalization of the housing in Brooklyn. Please. Oh my goodness. It's crazy. They said there were streets that you would just drive through. You would never in a million years want to live there. And I guess the churches came together and they raised a lot of housing money. And people who had lived in the projects really came together for this. And you had to get on a wait list and a lottery to get into these housing projects that have been around now for 40 years. Up to five, they bought maybe for forty thousand. They're five hundred thousand dollars now, my and it's still on lottery on our waiting list to get in. My friend um, goes to Pratt in Brooklyn, wow. and the area that Pratt is in—it's just like a beautiful neighborhood yeah. that has a bunch of families, super safe, super nice. And then there's obviously house-like apartments that are a little farther out, but still really close to her school. So that would be great. That would be my ideal plan because then I know people <laughs> that I can share with that I trust. It's but the Bronx. I think the Bronx now is the armpit of New York. Everybody was degentrified to the Bronx. They were sending them up to Yonkers, and Yonkers became an armpit. Harlem right now, you can't buy a house. They're in the millions. They changed a long time ago, Harlem, right? Okay. Oh, it's for your movie. I hope your co-host is coming for your show today. Uh, he's probably in his interview right now. <laughs> Frank is in the house. All right, so let's end this. All right, and uh, one of your contestants is here for oh. Movie Boards coming to you today at 11 o'clock. We've got author Frank Rufolo, we've got Jennifer Fighter, a.k.a. Patches for Movie Wars. Our afternoon show is filled with a whole lot of fun. We'll see what's happening. Lots to talk about. Lots to talk about. All right, Andrew, we'll catch up with you on the other side of the close of the show. Have a great morning, everyone, and we'll see you in a little bit. And don't be late. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to the morning show. As I go now to fill my mug, which is completely empty. I'm puffy up. Your cup runneth over. No, come and dry. Have a great morning, everyone. Stay safe, be kind to each other. Tune in for all of our other morning shows coming from Ant Media Productions and then our afternoon show at 12 o'clock. And always join us for more fun and laughs because, you know, your day starts when you smile. Have a great morning, and we'll see you in a little bit. And don't be late. <laughs>